millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare flashlight. The Fighter Flare flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. 
future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com. Now, noblegoldinvestments.com. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. We are live. At least I think we are. Let me make sure we're live on Rumble. All right. I think we got it fired up. And this is definitely going to be more of an impromptu live stream. I wasn't planning to do anything today. Uh, My mother is coming to visit, and my son is sick. But I spent about five minutes preparing for this show, and I think I'm just going to go ahead and wing it. I just want to cover a couple things. So we have Mike Pence uh, self-snitching, telling on himself that he also had classified documents at his residence. And, you know, Mike Pence is basically that guy you know, that kid back in school that would ask the teacher for homework. I mean, what kind of guy snitches on himself like this? Uh, It is very bizarre, this turn of events. You know, everybody's got classified documents nowadays. I'm pretty sure I've got some under my bed somewhere. But the question is, what is his motive here? Is he just trying to do the right thing? Uh, Or is he trying to provide cover for Biden in some sort of way? I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't think Mike Pence is on our side. Uh, and, and we'll get into that more in a second as to why. <laughs> I think most of the reasons are obvious. But then you have Trump defending this guy, saying he's never done anything knowingly dishonest in his life, which is a weird twist. <clears throat> so there's a reason why I put on the thumbnail, you know, who's on our side? I want to have that discussion. And then you have McCarthy, who has been notoriously a swamp creature, all of a sudden delivering on all of his promises Now that he's House Speaker, you know, these promises he made to the House Freedom Caucus and actually giving the media a dose of MAGA, you know, that energy that Trump Trump used to have in handling the mainstream media. We saw that from McCarthy, which is very interesting. Uh, So I want to talk about that. And I also want to cover, you know, just uh, Adam Schiff and Eric Swalwell being kicked off committees, as well as the fact that the DOJ is actually suing Google for an abuse of monopoly and nancy pelosi seems to have uh, (laughs) made made a little bit more insider trading so we'll talk about all that but first i want to tell you about the sponsor of this show gold co with the war in ukraine inflation being out of control and the country being 30 trillion dollars in debt it's starting to look like 2008 all over again millions of americans watch their retirement savings disappear while those who invested in physical gold and silver were protected and if you have fifty thousand dollars or more in your ira 401k or savings you could be at risk again right now thousands of americans are using an irs loophole to add physical gold and silver to their retirement savings visit nicklovesgold.com now to get a free gold ira kit and learn how thousands are protected Protecting their retirement savings with gold and silver. Protect your savings and you could get up to $10,000 in free silver to do it. Gold Co. has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, thousands of customer reviews, and they've helped place over $1 billion in precious metals. We could be looking at a recession worse than 2008, so don't wait. Visit NickLovesGold.com. That's NickLovesGold.com. Okay, so before we get into talking about Mike Pence and McCarthy, I want to show you a story that just came across my desk, okay? Uh... And when I say that, you know, I just mean I found it on the Internet. Check this out. This is relevant to to you people out there in Arizona. So Stephen Richer, you know, uh, Stephen Chucky Richer, the uh, the saboteur, the swamp creature, says that elections director for Cochise County, president of the elections officials of Arizona and our friend Lisa Mara is out. Apparently, she resigned because of 
threats from perpetuators of the big lie. (laughs) So the pressure, she just can't take it anymore, and she has resigned. And Stephen Richard calls this a big loss, which what that means is this is a big win. (laughs) Yes, ladies and gentlemen, keep the pressure up, because, you know, if Stephen Richard's unhappy, then I am happy. And if we can get it done with the the uh, the elections director of Cochise County, then maybe we can get it done with Stephen Richer. This is amazing. This is amazing. I didn't know who Lisa Mara was, but if you remember the the board of supervisors in Cochise, they actually did not want to certify the 2022 general election, right? And then Katie Hobbs weaponized her office to go after them and made veiled threats of uh, basically having them arrested. And then they were forced to certify. Well, that was the Board of Supervisors. This is the elections director. So it's not the same. I, I, this is obviously... This this Lisa Mara, I went over to her Twitter, and one of the first posts I saw was a retweet where she said, Analysis by Republican data expert shows Carrie Lake lost Arizona because thousands of people who voted Republican on other races did not vote for her. So she is not a Carrie Lake supporter. She is not... Uh, for I mean this, this I'm I'm almost 100% sure she's a Democrat. But I literally found this like two minutes before I went live, so I didn't have to, time to do a lot of research. All I know is Stephen Richer is upset, so therefore I am happy. Now, next story, I want to talk about this. President Trump actually truthed out a new poll showing himself leading by a long shot, leading into the 2024 election. And this is a poll by Emerson Polling, and it shows President Trump with uh, 55%, uh, 55% of people think that Donald Trump should be the Republican nominee for 2024, and Ron DeSantis only got 29%. Mike Pence with a embarrassing 6%. I mean, I don't know. What is this guy thinking, Mike Pence, still, even, even, like, what what's going through this guy's mind? I, I have to wonder if maybe Mike Pence knows that he stands no chance, but he actually thinks that uh, running for office is a good way for you know the the globalists and the deep states to pay him for his dirty deeds. Maybe I don't know that there's 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 ways that these people like to launder money, and one of the ways is book deals. And we know Mike Pence came out with a new book, and he's also running for office without a snowball's chance in hell. Uh, or running in 2024. Now, he hasn't officially announced it, but when he was asked if he would vote for Donald Trump in 2024, he said, I think there's going to be a better option. So, I mean, reason would tell you that's his plan. But this is interesting. This is very interesting because you have a lot of people. Hang on one second. With the war in Ukraine inflicted, I knew that was going to happen. Switching scenes makes my ad play again. I swear I will figure it out, but I still don't know how to make that not happen. Uh, But at least I gave you fair warning this time. You know, a a lot of people think that Donald Trump doesn't stand a chance in 2024. And it's these people that are uh, pushing for Ron DeSantis saying, you know, Trump's old news. His time has come and gone. Uh, A lot of it has to do with people, you know, people say that Trump's stance on the jabs is a deal breaker for them. I've heard that a lot. Um, And, you know, like... Uh, You know, there's a lot of people that think that Ron DeSantis is more popular than Donald Trump, but I just don't see that. I don't see that. You know, I I think that what it's going to come down to is if, 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 if Ron DeSantis decides to run in 2024, 
Trump's base is so loyal and so strong that he's going to be like a wrecking ball and demolish Ron DeSantis and the Republican uh, on the on the debate stage. And it's just going to damage his political career going forward. If he wants to wage a war against Donald Trump, it's not going to be good for him in his long-term political future. And I'm not sure if he wants to take on that fight. I'm really not sure. He hasn't announced that he's running in 2024. He's done a lot of things that would suggest that that's his plan. You know, I started to see when, when Ron DeSantis, he... Um, he when he took those illegals and took them to Martha's Vineyard, that was when I started to think, okay, I think he's going to run in 2024 because he's not just focused solely on what's going on in Florida. He's trying to get the headlines and he's trying to score points across the board and, you know, like score support with people across the country. So obviously he has political aspirations beyond just being the governor of Florida. And so I think he probably is... I think he probably is planning to run in 2024, and if he does, I just don't think that's going to be good for his political career, and that's just that's just me. But this poll, we've got a bunch of different polls coming out. Some show Ron DeSantis is the Republican's choice in 2024. Some show Donald Trump, and of course Donald Trump wants to truth out the ones where he's ahead, but it's, it's really hard to gauge. You, you can't trust polls whatsoever. I mean, we've learned from the past few election cycles that polling data is completely unreliable, and it's usually uh, fabricated, especially when you look at PolitiFact and and CNN. Their polling data has been wrong by like 15, 20% every single time. So I don't know what to believe. When I I look at these polls, it's basically just like uh, freaking garbage. I don't don't know. (laughs) I have no idea. But my... My intuition tells me that Donald Trump still I mean let's let's forget about what happened in you know the past election cycle for a second and let's just look at uh, his support. I think that he is playing a little bit more strategically to get the support of people like uh, you know like his endorsement of Kevin McCarthy, I genuinely think that that was a strategic play from Trump to get the GOP establishment to support him. Uh, that was partially his reasoning behind that. You know, we have we have Kevin McCarthy. He's the GOP fundraising kingpin. Who, who He pumped like $300 million into the midterms. I mean, this guy raises money unlike anybody else in the, the, the Republican Party, right? So Trump having a good relationship with McCarthy and having sort of a back a backroom agreement with McCarthy that, hey, you've got my back in 2024, right? I'll I'll have your back for the speaker. You'll have my back in 2024. You're going to you're gonna help me get the GOP nomination, and you're not going to fund millions of dollars to Ron DeSantis, right? If, if Trump has that on his side, that actually is... A, that's going to be a pretty big factor. If he's got... You know, like he, he's done some things... Uh, recently that I think like supporting Kevin McCarthy that didn't resonate very well with the base but I think that he's getting he's playing a different strategic game than he played like in 2016 and in 2020 and it may actually serve him and once he gets that GOP nomination then I think he's he's probably going to come back to that 2016 energy that's what I hope at least but I want to know what you guys think in the comments section like do you believe these polling results that Trump 
is leading DeSantis by like a whopping margin. Uh, do, do you believe that the overwhelming vast majority of Republicans support Trump in 2024? Or do you see in your own personal life people shifting away from Trump and, and, and moving towards DeSantis? I want to know what you guys think in the comments. But personally, I think that Trump still would be able to secure that nomination easily. Okay, so now let's talk about... Um, well, first let's talk about let's talk about Pence first, and then we'll talk about McCarthy. So Pence... Apparently his lawyers, like he he his lawyers reported to the National Archive and Records Association a small number of documents bearing classified markings that were inadvertently, they say, transported to the personal home of the former vice president at the end of the last administration, and he said they were found on January sixteenth and placed in a secure safe until they could be returned to proper authorities. Now this is odd. Right, all these, all these classified documents. If nothing else, it just goes to show that there's there's a there's a systemic problem with how all politicians apparently handle classified material. These are our nation's secrets. Why why are they just strewn all over the place? You know, like. But then again, I start to wonder, like, what is what is Pence's what is Pence's motive with this? You know. In a way, this sort of takes a little bit of heat off of Joe Biden, if you think about it. It takes heat off of Joe Biden, and that was Steve Bannon's first knee-jerk reaction to this, saying that Mike Pence is basically trying to provide cover and take heat off of Joe Biden. And I think that that's probably, that that that, that follows at least some logic here. Because Mike Pence was the vice president, Joe Biden was the vice president, Mike Pence uh, is following the same exact thing that Joe Biden did by, you know, having his attorneys do a search and then immediately contact contacting the DOJ, and then they can then they can say, well, we did the exact right thing that we were supposed to do, um, and blah 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 blah. And now you have a Democrat, Joe Biden, and you have a Republican, and so this this accomplishes a couple of things. One, it makes it makes Joe Biden look like he did something that is just um like it, it's it starts to look like oh well i guess everybody has classified documents it's not so big of a deal that Joe Biden had them and at the same time when you have uh Jim Jordan and the maga republicans like demanding accountability for Joe Biden and an even-handed justice system like they raided Donald Trump why aren't you raiding Joe Biden well now you kind of have to look at it like well, well, so now Jim Jordan and the MAGA Republicans are like, well, why aren't they raiding Mike Pence? You know, it puts them into that position where they have to now start equally demanding justice for Mike Pence, who, even though we know is is uh, a, a traitor, that I, I think maybe that um, they, they want to put them in this position. Like, so you guys want to act unbiased? Okay, well, how about the former vice president from the Trump administration. You're saying we should be treating Biden this way. Now are you going to say the th same things about Trump's vice president? You, you see what I mean? But it's very bizarre. It's very bizarre. And what's most bizarre about that is that Trump came out and defended Mike Pence, saying he's never intentionally done anything dishonest in his life. Leave him alone. Now, a lot of people said that they thought Trump was being sarcastic. 
And I don't I don't necessarily disagree with that. It, it's very possible that he could be being sarcastic, but at the same time, it it's not clear. It's not clear. It's open to interpretation, and maybe that was the point. Uh, but one thing's for sure. This whole idea that Mike Pence has never done anything dishonest in his life is is absolutely ridiculous. We saw what happened on January 6th. Uh, we saw him receive his his you know, his reward, his little coin. And then we see Pence go on to put out a book. This is the, the most bizarre thing that Trump could possibly do is defend Pence because this guy put out a book just recently condemning Donald Trump and saying basically his actions on January 6th almost led to my death. Like accusing Trump of attempted murder in his book. You know, and following the same footsteps as Bill Barr stabbing Trump in the back. Like these guys, while they're in the White House and they're in Trump's corner and they're in a position of power, they portray themselves like they're they're on, on Team MAGA. And then as soon as they leave, then all of a sudden they just start stabbing him in the back. And Mike Pence has done that just as much as uh, Bill Barr. Every time he's in an interview, he, 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 he's, he throw the, throws these jabs at Trump. You know, and again, when he was asked... Would you vote for Donald Trump in 2024? He said he thinks that there's going to be a better option, implying that he's going to be running against Trump. You know, and so for Trump to defend this guy, it doesn't make any sense. I would like to think that he's being sarcastic because because that that's that's the only thing. Uh, That's the only thing that would make any sense of this. S. Copsco 3001 (laughs) says probably. Trump set him up as well. Pence runs for 2024. You think Trump set up Pence? Uh, WMG68 says, Trump is leaving it to interpretation. Maybe he wants Pence investigated. You know, you guys know me. I'm not one of these uh, Trump plays 5D chess guys. I, I don't know. I think Trump is pretty transparent about what he thinks and his motives and stuff like that. Like, he came out and defended Pence, right? And then you had people saying that what Trump is doing here is he's goading Obama to come out and defend Biden, right? And and basically hang himself. He wants Obama to come out and say something about Biden, and that's why he's defending Pence. And personally, I don't I don't believe that because I think Trump if that's what he wanted, he would put this message out about Pence and then he would follow that up with saying, "Now, why doesn't Obama say anything about Joe Biden, huh? Why, why is, why has Obama been so silent about Biden? Like, if Trump was trying to goad Obama, he would be more blatant about it. You know what I mean? That's kind of more his brand. Uh, like, I, I don't, I don't do this thing where I look at Trump tweets or truths, and then I look at the date and the time and try to match that up with a message board and and Dan Scavino tweets and all this stuff. I don't do all that stuff. It's it's it, Maybe there's something to it, but it gives me a headache just to think in that way. So forgive me if I just kind of take things more at surface value. But it's not it's not that much of a stretch to say that maybe Trump was being sarcastic because Pence... He has come, Trump has come out and said that, that Pence made a mistake on January 6th. He should have done the right thing, and he didn't do the right thing. Now, the question is, you know, because Trump said he's never knowingly done anything dishonest in his life. Maybe Trump believes that Pence was misled, and he did the wrong thing without knowledge. Like, Pence's stance 
is that he didn't have the constitutional authority to do what a lot of people wanted him to do on January 6th. And perhaps he was told that by constitutional attorneys and people in his corner, and maybe Trump knows that information, and so behind the scenes, like, he has a different opinion than we hold. And he believes that Pence uh, took this action believing he was doing the right thing, or, or truly believing he didn't have that power on January 6th, right? But then you have the, 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 the Democrats trying to rewrite the rules of how elections are certified, right? They, they tried to say Pence didn't have this power, but then they come out and they try to pass legislation, rewriting the rules, making it very clear that the vice president doesn't have this power. And, and so if he didn't have that power, then why would the Democrats feel the need to pass that legislation? Does that make sense? So uh, I'm pretty sure Pence did have that power on January 6th, and I don't really go for this claim to ignorance thing that he didn't know that. You know what I mean? So it's just it's just a little strange. Trump defending uh, Trump defending Mike Pence. Now <coughs> shifting gears here, you had Republican Senator Lindsey Graham, and I it's it's hard for me to even call this guy a Republican. He told reporters on Capitol Hill. He defended Biden, saying that he'd be shocked if there's anything sinister in Biden's mishandling of classified documents. What is up with this douchebag? Senator uh, Ellen DeGeneres. What is up with this guy? He has he's on record saying that Joe Biden is one of the nicest uh, people on planet Earth and blah, blah, blah. And he just thinks the world of Joe Biden. And he's saying that he would be shocked if Biden's mishandling of classified documents was anything sinister. Like, like this this dude is, is, is obviously part of the Uniparty, part of the problem. It's, I mean, that's no, that's no question, that's no secret, and a warmonger. I mean, how can you possibly make that statement at this point when you have, we have emails, text messages, phone records, pictures of Hunter Biden... Giving uh, giving away information to his business partner Devin Archer about stri- like strategic moves that the energy company Burisma should make in the event that the U.S. was to sanction Ukraine and blah blah blah. Giving information that only somebody that was briefed on classified information would have to his energy business partner who we have pictures of joe biden standing next to on a golf course and the information that hunter was giving to his business partner relates directly to the the documents that were found at the biden pen center because we know those documents were between uh from between 2013 and 2016 and relating to ukraine you'd have to be an idiot to think there was nothing sinister going on there but you know of course the rats come out and they defend their own. And so Lindsey Graham showing his true colors once again. Now let's talk about McCarthy. Gotten he got in a heated exchange with a reporter after standing firm on his commitment to kick Swalwell and Shifty Schiff, or as as I like to call him, Adam Piece of Schiff, off House off the House Intelligence Committee. Uh, you know, and this was one of his concessions to the House Freedom Caucus that he's actually delivered on. And his exchange with with the media was actually pretty impressive and pretty, I I guess, shocking. So I'm sure you've seen this video, but we're going to play it again, then talk about it. So without further ado. 
Intel committee. Is, is Santos on the Intel committee? Am I allowing shift? Am I allowing shift to be on other committees? Go right ahead. Now, of course, he's resp- you couldn't hear the reporter, but he's responding to a question about George Santos. They're basically saying that he is exacting revenge on the Democrats. But you know why are so why aren't you kicking George Santos off committees? You know, and why aren't you condemning him? Because we know George Santos, let's not sugarcoat, it, is a total liar. But McCarthy is saying, well, George Santos isn't on the freaking House Intel Committee, which is very different than any other committee because they're directly handling our nation's secrets. Okay, so I know you couldn't hear the reporter. I just wanted to stop it there for a second. Thank you. Um, because you have direct power over the Google Intel Committee, you also will be able to create for your whole house, taking off other Democrats, perhaps Representative Omar. But you said that lying to us is something that means you should be reserved for the intelligence committee. But why is it not a factor? Well, let me be very. He's got elected by his district. So. Okay. Let me be very clear and respectful to you. You ask me a question. When I answer it, it's the answer to your question. You don't get to determine whether I answer your question or not, okay? In all respect. Thank you. No, no. Let's answer her question. You just raised a question. I'm going to be very clear with you. The Intel Committee is different. You know why? Because what happens in the Intel Committee, you don't know. What happens in the Intel Committee, although the secrets are going on in the world, other members of Congress don't know. What did Adam Schiff do as the chairman of the Intel Committee? What Adam Schiff did, use his power as a chairman and lie to the American public. Even the inspector general said it. When Devin Nunes put out a memo, he said it was false. When we had a laptop, he used it before an election to be politics and say that it was false and said it was the Russians. When he knew different, when he knew the Intel, if you talk to um, John Radcliffe, DNI, he came out ahead of time and says there's no intel to prove that, and he used his position as chairman, knowing he has information the rest of America does not, and lied to the American public. When a whistleblower came forward, he said he, he did not know the individual, even though his staff had met with him and set it up. So no, he does not have a right to sit on that. But I will not be like Democrats and play politics with these, where they removed Republicans from committees and all committees. So yes, he can serve on a committee, but he will not serve on intel, because it goes to the national security of America. And I will always put them first. All right? And if you want to talk about Swalwell, let's talk about Swalwell. Because you have not had the briefing that I had. I had the briefing and Nancy Pelosi had the briefing from the FBI. The FBI never came before this Congress to tell the leadership of this Congress that Eric Swalwell had a problem with a Chinese spy until he served on intel. So it wasn't just us who were concerned about it. The FBI was concerned about putting a member of Congress on the intel committee that has the rights to see things that others don't because of his knowledge and relationship with a Chinese spy. They brought it to the works of the leaders. I've got that briefing. So I do not believe he should sit on there. That committee? And I believe there's 200 other Democrats that can serve on that committee. So this has nothing to do with Santos. Santos is not on the Intel Committee. But you know what? Those voters elected Schiff, even though he lied. Those voters elected Swalwell, even though he lied to the American public too. So you know what? I'll respect his voters too, and they'll serve on committees. But they will not serve on a place that has national security reverence because integrity matters to me. That's the answer to your question. 
Hyundai Santa Whoa. Fe versus Whoops. Subaru Outback. Stupid ad. Okay, so that was actually pretty impressive. And then we have uh, Adam Schiff crying on Twitter, saying, Kevin McCarthy just kicked me and Rep Swalwell off the Intelligence Committee. This is petty political payback for investigating Donald Trump. If he, if he thinks this will stop me, he will soon find out just how wrong he is. I will always defend our democracy. Really? Is that what you will do? Because, look, this guy's saying... They kicked me off because I investigated Donald Trump. This guy said that he had information about Trump colluding with Russia. And and remember, this guy has access to information that we don't, which, uh, he, so he's in a position of authority to say things like this, and we don't have any way of, of proving or disproving it. But he said this knowing that it was a lie. And he also said the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation and that he had seen the, the the classified intel on that, and that was his basis for saying that, but we know, and he was even told this, that it, that he knew it wasn't Russian disinformation. So this guy's lied, lied through his teeth many, many times, leaking, uh, leaking stuff, and so the, what McCarthy said to the reporter was 100% factual, 100% logical, 100% accurate, and, and so... But and, and here's the other thing. They're saying that this is petty revenge, right? But what's really important here is to note that, first of all, uh, Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats kicked Marjorie Taylor Greene and Gosaroff committees for tweets. Tweets. Okay? We have Shifty Shift lying about classified information, and we have Swalwell sleeping with a Chinese spy, still allowed to be on the Intel Committee, according to the Democrats, but Gosar and Taylor Greene, they were kicked off for tweets. Now, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, she questioned 9-11 and Sandy Hook, and Gosar put out some sort of, uh, it was a meme, it was anime, and it, it, it was like, they said it suggested AOC, violence on AOC or something like that. They got kicked off for tweets, right? Off of all committees. They were stripped off of all committees. But Kevin McCarthy is saying, okay, people elected Shifty Schiff, allegedly, and people elected Swalwell, so uh, I'm not calling for their removal completely. I'm just saying they shouldn't be on the House Intelligence Committee because they've proven themselves to be liars and compromised. So it's, it's, it's not exacting revenge, because if we were exacting revenge, then McCarthy would remove them from all committee assignments, like the Democrats did to Marjorie Taylor Greene, and like they did to Gosar. But that's not what they're doing. So, now, now, actually, I think that they should be removed from all committees. And that's where I think McCarthy is kind of being a cuck a little bit. Even though he's going in on this reporter... And he's got, like, laser beams coming out of his eyes, and he was direct about it. I, I, I personally, these people should not be on any committees. They should be removed from office. Adam Schiff should be tried for treason. This is not enough. This is not enough to, to the damage that they did to this country. Schiff in particular. Now, Eric Swalwell, this guy sleeping with the Chinese spy Fang Fang, whose sole purpose, whose sole intent, was to, you know, you got this guy on the House Intel Committee, <laughs> I mean, to siphon uh, our nation's secrets and give that back to the CCP. That's her sole mission in life. And this guy is still allowed 
to have access to our nation's secrets. These people should be kicked off of everything. They shouldn't even be they shouldn't even be in office. They should be well, Schiff in particular should be tried for treason, right? So um I just want to say this. Again, the thumbnail on this video is who's on our side. McCarthy, he's delivering on his promises. Now, he's also expected to hold a floor vote for kip, uh, kicking Omar off the Foreign Affairs Committee. Remember, he promised Omar, Swalwell, and Schiff. We got Swalwell and Schiff. Now, up next is Omar. We'll see if he delivers on that. Um, but here's the thing. You know, McCarthy, they got him by the balls. The House Freedom Caucus, they got concessions from McCarthy. Trump obviously wields some influence on McCarthy. And so he's doing things that we want him to do. But that doesn't mean that he's on our side. And let's not forget that. Let's not forget that this guy, Kevin McCarthy, who's starting to win over the MAGA crowd, and people are starting to think, oh, maybe he's not so bad after all. Let's not forget, this is the same guy that, while the speaker vote was going on, had a little Ukrainian flag in his lapel, okay? He's the same guy that accepted laundered FTX money, which, look, they were sending billions of dollars over to Ukraine, Ukraine partnered with FTX, and then they laundered that money back to the Democrats in their campaigns and Kevin McCarthy. Okay, so that was your tax dollars being robbed from you to fund Democrats' campaigns and establishment shills propped up by Kevin McCarthy. Because let's remember, Kevin McCarthy went against and, and, and refused to pump funds into many of the Trump-endorsed candidates, right? So he, he knowingly sabotaged Trump's candidates with money that was laundered over to Ukraine. Let's not forget about that. Let's also not forget that Kevin McCarthy denounced any notion that Antifa had anything to do with January 6th, right? So now he's coming out and saying, we're going to release the 14,000 hours of footage and we're going to... Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill which may never exist. But believe it or not, I may have found the next best thing. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviewers can't be wrong. Simply place your order now to get 51% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com. www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Now. 
energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. Uh, we're going to put it all out there and hold these people accountable. This is the guy that denounced that it was a PSYOP and condemned the MAGA Republicans as, like, basically perpetuated the narrative that the Democrats were pushing that it was a domestic terrorist act by the MAGA Republicans when we know that they, they, they let not, it was Antifa there first. And they let them through the police barriers, right? And, well, I mean, I'm not going to get into all that. We know. We know what happened. But let's also not forget that Kevin McCarthy called Trump a Putin puppet. And he also had some comments about Joe Biden in the 2020 election, which I I'm, I can't really get into because we're also on YouTube. But he, this this is a guy that's not on our side, okay? And a leopard doesn't change its spots, so I think it's important that people just don't forget about these things so quickly. You know, you see you see a little clip of Kevin McCarthy sticking it to a reporter and all of a sudden because we get our we get our noses grinded into the dirt so often and we have people stabbing us in the back so often and kicking us while we're down that as soon as somebody says the right things, then we're so quick to turn around and be like, "Oh, oh my god, our hero, Hercules, Hercules." You know, let's not be stupid here. Let's keep an eye on this guy, okay? And 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 let's not let up the pressure. Let's not take our eyes off this guy, okay? Because, again, a leopard does not change their spots. Now, if you guys could, real quickly, smash that rumble button if you're on Rumble. Smash the like button if you're on YouTube. And also, if you're on YouTube, make sure to click on over to Rumble and subscribe to me over there. We got, like, 70 people watching. And, uh, you know, even if you're planning to still watch on youtube make sure to subscribe over there because we may not be here forever <laughs> uh you know youtube's a little shaky man you can't trust can't trust those commies so one day you might log in and you're like where'd nick mo go oh my god he kept telling me to subscribe on rumble <laughs> but i just didn't listen i just didn't listen and unfortunately if you go on uh rumble and you type in nick mo it it doesn't come up you have to put in nick mo cedar so I've been giving you all that link, and I want you guys, I want you guys to make sure you subscribe over there. 
I don't think Mike Pence is on our side, dude. I conducted a very important poll on both YouTube as well as on Telegram. And I said, do you guys think Mike Pence is on our side? And at least 85% people said no. And I don't think McCarthy's on our side either. And this is, this is proven by their actions. Proven by their actions time and time again. These people can say all they want out in public. You know, I'm sure McCarthy loves this sudden wave of support that he's getting. And, you know, because Trump endorsed him, then people think that he must be a white hat or he must be a good guy. So he's getting a, a nice wave of support. And now he's like, you know, he's he's feeling euphoric and he's out there sticking it to the media and just kind of riding that wave. But uh, I, I don't buy this. I don't buy it whatsoever. There are so few people that are actually on our side that actually represent the people and not themselves or the globalists or are compromised, bribed, blackmailed, whatever. It, the, the number is so few. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, and Kevin McCarthy is certainly not one of those few people on our side. You know, I think we've got uh, Matt Gates, Chip Roy, Jim Jordan. Yeah, eh. I like Jim Jordan, but, you know, it's, it's like... <laughs> Out of, what, 435 House members and a few senators, what, we got Rand Paul, I don't know, dude, it's just, it's a, it's, it's a small number, it's a small number. Uh, you know, when, when their backs are against the wall, so many of these people would sell you down the river in a heartbeat to save themselves, and don't really stand on any principle, you know, oh, and Lauren Boebert, she's a good one. Marjorie Taylor Greene, by the way, I got an article here, uh, you know, I, I I'm pretty I, I'm still supportive of Marjorie Taylor Greene. You know, and, and maybe that's maybe I, I'm I'm kind of being a hypocrite here because I just said, you know, we get our noses grinded into the dirt so often, and and so many people stab us that anytime somebody speaks the right language, you instantly become a cheerleader for them. Maybe I'm like that with Marjorie Taylor Greene. Okay, maybe I don't know, but I still support her. Uh, you know, she she's got a pretty good track record with a few. A few things recently that, you know, make me question her a little bit. But overall, I think Marjorie Taylor Greene's actions have shown that she is a MAGA Republican. But she's aiming, apparently, and this is a little bit of hearsay from so-called trusted sources close to the situation. Apparently, she has aspirations to be Trump's VP pick in 2024. Now, of course, you can't really trust this because we're talking about MSNBC here. But apparently, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene is angling to be Donald Trump's running mate in 2024, according to two people who have spoken to the firebrand second-term congresswoman about her ambitions. This is no shrinking violet. She's ambitious. She's not shy about that, nor should she be, said Steve Bannon. Uh, she sees herself on the short list of Trump's VP, paraphrasing... Koki Roberts, when MTG looks in the mirror, she sees a potential president smiling back. So, I don't know how I feel about this. You know, uh, I don't know how I feel about this. You know, I, I had somebody send this to me. And what they said was, you know, if Trump does that, if he goes full, full-blown MAGA and picks somebody like Marjorie Taylor Greene or somebody like even Carrie Lake, that, you know, he would lose with the moderates and the independents and blah, 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 and he has to pick somebody that would sort of balance him out. But, you know, we, we kind of saw that already with Mike Pence. That was, that was the kind of intention behind Mike Pence. You know, he was supposed to be like this quiet, soft-spoken, you know, little Christian altar boy that, 
you know, while Trump's out here being loud and boisterous, he's back in the corner being this level-headed blah, 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 to kind of balance out Trump, right? But what did we get with that? <laughs> you know, I don't know, I don't know if I'm being strategically foolish here, but at this point in the game, I just want somebody that I, I would love to have two Trumps. <laughs> I would love to have two Trumps, Trump for president and Trump for vice president, just be like a wrecking ball, ready to go scorched earth, take names, kick asses, and literally just destroy the swamp. Even if it's... Because let's be honest here. Let's be honest here. Dad, i got to be careful what I say. This is one of the main hindrances to being on du dual streaming on YouTube. i got to all of a sudden think about what I'm saying. But what? let's think about something here. 2024, is it going to be different than 2020? Uh, probably not. Unless some, some miracle happens and things radically change all of a sudden, then 2024 is probably going to be similar to 2020. So really what we're looking at here is purely... Uh, the entertainment value of the of the of the Republican GOP debates, you know, I mean that's that's all that we really are going to get out of this, unless something goes like flips 180 degrees, you know, and things change with the with the harvesting and the the Dropbox, you know what I'm saying? So, looking at it from that perspective, I'd like to see Trump team up with either Carrie Lake. Or Ron DeSantis, or maybe Marjorie Taylor Greene, but I, I really, I don't think that that would be. I don't think that that would be as popular, let's say, as a, as as a DeSantis or as as a Carrie Lake. You know, I think Carrie Lake's got this fight going on in the courts, and I think that she also has aspirations to be a VP for Trump. I mean, she's been to Mar-a-Lago like three, four times recently and she's fighting this out in the courts she says that her her sole focus is on the you know being the governor of arizona and fighting katie hobbs people have said that she wants to run for senate and she's denounced that and said she has no intention of doing that whatsoever but i still think that i would not be shocked to see her come out as trump's vp pick for 2024 Somebody said Kanye Pence 2024. <laughs> that would be hilarious, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Is, is Kanye really running in 2024? Or yay? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I misspoke there. I meant yay. Mr. Uh, you know, we got to show some love to these Nazis. That's that's crazy. What is this world coming to? I mean, the movie Idiocracy was so on point. The, the, this is just absolutely a clown show at this point. But yeah, so anyways, I don't have too much else to say about Marjorie Taylor Greene. I wanted, I wanted to get your guys' feedback on that. But let's talk about this one. Apparently, uh, the DOJ has launched an antitrust lawsuit against Google, which a group of states have joined and was the fifth by U.S. officials against the company since 2020. They're accusing Google of abusing monopoly in ad technology. The Justice Department and a group of eight states sued Google on Tuesday, accusing it of illegally abusing a monopoly over the technology that powers online advertising. In the agency's first antitrust lawsuit against a tech giant under President Biden and an escalation in legal pressure on one of the world's biggest Internet companies, the lawsuit said Google had corrupted legitimate competition in the tech 
in the ad tech industry by engaging in a systematic campaign to seize control of the wide swath of high-tech tools used by publishers, advertisers, and brokers to facilitate digital advertising. The lawsuit asked U.S. District Court for the Eastern Eastern District of Virginia to force Google to sell much of its suite of ad technology products, which includes software for buying and selling ads, a marketplace to compete the transactions, and a service for showcasing the ads across the Internet. The lawsuit also asked the court to stop the company from engaging in allegedly anti-competitive practices. So look, I know you guys maybe don't want to talk about a, a, a big tech lawsuit, but man, look, I'll tell you what, I got a Rumble channel, right? And I just posted this on Telegram. Looking at my analytics on a two-year-old Rumble channel versus the analytics on my three-week-old YouTube channel, and it is astronomically, I have astronomically more engagement here on YouTube in three weeks than I do on Rumble in the last two years. Not, no, not, not, no, I mean, in the last month. But the point is, I've been building up this Rumble channel for two years, so we should have a healthy, thriving community over there, and things should really have taken off by now. And I say all that just to say, there is nothing, nothing even in the realm, anywhere close to the behemoth that Google, which owns YouTube, has become. Nothing. There is no competition whatsoever. The only way that we, and big tech, big tech, as we've seen, wields the 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 ability to stifle business as well as completely control and shape the cultural narrative it is it is it is unbelievable the power that big tech wields and google is absolutely an anti-competitive monopoly and we need something to happen something has to happen this cannot go on the way that it is and so i'm looking for anything anything to uh (laughs) to take down big tech or break up the monopoly that it is or like a competitor like rumble actually getting serious and getting with a couple of engineers you know two or three is all it would take and replicating the algorithm that youtube has and actually becoming competitive with youtube and you know leveling the playing field to some degree i mean i'm desperate for something to happen here because it is just it's it's gotten crazy. Now, the real reason I brought that up is because is because reportedly with this news that the DOJ's filed a lawsuit against Google, Nancy Pelosi's stock tracker, this this Twitter account that keeps a close eye on Nancy Pelosi and uh her stock trades has reported that Pelosi sold $3 million worth of Google just four weeks ago. This woman's batting average is close to 1,000. I mean, I I don't know how she does it. She is so good at predicting the market in advance and enriching herself to the tune of hundreds of millions of dollars. It is it is crazy. How does she know the future? How How does she know so well? You know, and, and, and remember, Martha Stewart went to prison for uh, something like that doesn't even come close to compare to what Nancy Pelosi's been doing for years. But uh, so I just <laughs> I just found that hilarious. She strike she strikes again, Nancy Pelosi. Uh, now what I find odd 
about this lawsuit that the DOJ is waging against Google is the fact that the DOJ would even do this. You know, this is like this is the 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 DOJ that's been weaponized against the American people. You would think that they would be in bed with and protecting big tech, and maybe because we have like what six states that have uh, joined this lawsuit, and we have the Missouri versus Biden case. And we have these cases that are going to attempt to take down big tech. Maybe the DOJ's jumping on board to sabotage it. I don't know. But it's, you know, regardless, most of these cases don't make it past the dismissal. The big tech companies file a motion to dismiss, and it normally doesn't get past that. Missouri versus Biden is the only case that has. It's the only case that has. And so uh, I just found that I just found that interesting. Now I guess I want to talk about one more thing. One more thing. And it's this debate. And it has to do with elections. And it is it was brought up by Scott Pressler. And Scott Pressler is incredible. And I, I think you guys, a lot of you watched Behizzi last night talk about this. Uh, Behizzi actually asked me for my opinion on this situation. And my opinion differs from Behizzi's. Now, let me give you the context if you don't know what I'm talking about. So Scott Pressler, he is incredible for the Republican Party, registers thousands of voters, uh, and he, he's, he's part of a, a demographic. He, he's able to reach a different demographic given that he's young and he's also homo, homosexual, you know, which, which I'm, look, you know, on that issue, I'm more of a libertarian. I don't really care what you do. It's got nothing to do with me, but... I mean, he reaches across the aisle to a different demographic, and, and he's he's been incredible for the Republican Party. And he has all of a sudden taken a turn in coming up with a new strategy for 2024, and that is getting Republicans to vote by mail and, 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 and exploit this whole ballot harvesting thing that the Democrats have been using. And he's trying to push Republicans to u- utilize mass-scale mail-in voting and early voting rather than continue with the same strategy to have everybody show up on election day. And I I I feel kind of strongly about this. You know, I I told I told Behizzi, you know, you know what? I'm starting to get nervous having this conversation on with the, with the YouTube stream still running. And I I just don't want to have to cuckold myself like this. So I put the the Rumble stream in the pinned comment. I'm going to go ahead and shut this down. We'll continue this conversation on Rumble. Please click that link, subscribe over there on Rumble. If you're still on YouTube, make sure to leave a like before you go and click that link, please. Because I don't want to have to sugarcoat this conversation, all right? So click that link. We're going to shut it down on YouTube. We're going to continue on Rumble, all right? Thank you for watching and tuning in on YouTube, and I'll see you over there on Rumble. All right, they're gone. The commie bastards are gone. So let's have this conversation. Now I can actually talk about election fraud, and I can talk about this mass-scale mail-in voting apparatus that, that they've been using to exploit elections since 2020, and you know, dating back before that as well. So Scott Pressler's whole premise about this, that we've been losing elections, and so we need to start playing the game that the Democrats are playing, it makes sense to a degree. It makes sense from a logical perspective. And what it is is a man who's been fighting hard coming up with a solution to a problem. And I completely support that, and I, I completely support Scott Pressler. Um, but there's this obvious 
flaw in the logic, and that is that mail-in ballots are used to exploit and rig elections. I mean, the mass-scale mail-in voting apparatus is exactly what we've been fighting against, right? So I understand Behezi's perspective on that. He's totally against this. And, you know, he says, if this was a logical strategy, then, you know, these these places that have instituted mail-in voting, we would be winning, right? We would be winning. Anywhere where, where they where they instituted mail-in voting, we would win, right? But we're actually losing. So clearly this is not a strategy that works. And here's where I disagree with Behizzi. Okay, I partially agree, but I also disagree a little bit. Here's the thing. It, it does not help us whatsoever. It does not help us to have one day where we vote. One party, one party encourages its voters to vote on one day. Whereas the other party has an entire month. Okay? That actually hinders turnout a lot. You know, when, when you're telling people, don't even bother voting by mail because we have um, election fraud and the only way to win is by to turn up on election day and overcome the fraud. Well, if that were true, then we would have won in Arizona. The reason that we lost in Arizona, well, the reason they were able to rig Arizona is because we all told them our plan. We told them that we're going to show up on election day and we're going to vote in person and don't dare cast a mail-in ballot. So we're going to show up on election day. And what that allowed the deep state apparatus to do and the Democrats to do is know the exact coordinates of the ma- uh, of the method of voting to target. And they were able to come up and, con- and, and concoct this scheme to have machine failures on election day and have paper shortages on election day. They were able to concoct that scheme because we told them the exact coordinates of where we were all going to cast our ballot. And so if voting on election day was a winning strategy, then we would have won. So on, it's like, I, it's like, I disagree with both. Like we don't have voting by mail is not a method to win. Neither is voting on election day, right? But here's where I actually agree with Scott Pressler. If the rules don't change, if we still have the same apparatus and the same laws, and we're not going to do anything about it, and it's just going to stay the same for 2024, then I think that we have to be smart and utilize and exploit every single method that we have at our disposal. And if we allow, uh, if we allow ourselves to continue with the same strategy in 2024, then we're obviously going to lose. So, I think that um, I think that we have to. I think we have to consider the point that Scott Pressler is trying to make. You know, and, and and we can do two things simultaneously. We can fight the election fraud apparatus and demand the change that we want to see. But at the same time, we can also, as long as those laws are still in place, attempt to exploit using uh, ballot harvesting. You know? Like, attempt to exploit and harvest ballots like the Democrats are doing. Because while I know that there's fraud, manipulation in the machines, and fake votes and phantom votes being inserted into the count to overcome the margin of victory, at the same time, what the Democrats did with COVID is 
they 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 set up this apparatus where they put drop boxes in strategic locations in Democrat strongholds, right? And they they started this universal mail-in voting thing where everybody gets a ballot. And so you saw turnout in record numbers and you saw democrat demographics showing up and voting in record numbers like you've never seen before in your life. And we instantly think fraud, but to some degree that was legitimate. To some degree it was legitimate because when you have a, a population of people, like most of the people that are informed politically about, you know, what's going on, uh, who the candidates are, what the real issues are, they're the ones that are willing to show up on election day and make time for it, right? But then you have all these idiots out there, and I hate to call them idiots, but there's a lot of dumb people. You know, there's a lot of dumb people, and th- these are the people that typically don't vote. Right, because they don't—they don't know what the hell they're talking about. They don't know what the hell they're doing. They—they they don't understand these issues and the and the nuances, and they're easy. So so their opinions are dumb and uninformed. But when you send all those people a mail-in ballot, and they go to check their mail, and they got a mail-in ballot, and then the drop box is literally right outside their door, then they're gonna vote. They're going to fill out that ballot, and they heard on TV that Trump's a racist, and they're going to vote for Joe Biden because they, t- they, they said democracy's on the ballot, and you know millions of people are going to die from COVID and blah, 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 and all this stuff. Like It's easy to manipulate them with one little soundbite, and so then they're, 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 going to, they're going to fill out that ballot, and they're, they're going to toss it out the window, and it's going to land in a drop box. So you have a new apparatus where you have massive turnout and uninformed people are casting ballots. That is a factor that we're now dealing with. And uh, so, while, like I said, while I know that machines are flipping votes, while I know that fake votes are being injected into the system, at the same time, if, if, here, here's what's happening on our side. You have people voting on one day while the Democrats vote for a month, and y- y- you have a, a, a you have people that on that day something happened their 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 kid gets sick, or they have a, a, an emergency, or they forget, or something, and they don't they don't show up, and so we're not exploiting all the opportunities that the Democrats are exploiting, and then you also have this other problem where we're telling everybody that elections are rigged. There's nothing you can do about it. Uh, they rigged three elections in a row, and the whole situation's hopeless. And then you have this problem of voter disenfranchisement, where people don't believe that their votes count. And it could be 5%, 10%, I'm not sure. But a lot of people aren't even voting at this point. So our side is getting our noses rubbed in... Well, like, our side... While the Democrats have completely supercharged voter turnout, Republicans over here are saying, I don't even want to vote. I'm not going to vote. It doesn't count. It doesn't matter. And so what I said to Behizzi is this. I said, that's a problem. Disenfranchisement is a problem. And at least Scott Pressler is coming up with a solution. You know, something people can sink their teeth into and maybe become energized 
and maybe turn out and and continue to vote people that otherwise would have just given up like if you come up with a new strategy and you say hey uh this this plan that we're doing over here is not working we're going to do this next time it's going to be then then you can at least fathom the idea that okay maybe if we do it different then we might get different results and then you know you can reignite and get those people that were disenfranchised to maybe get out there and vote I think one of the biggest problems we face is the possibility that the Democrats won't even have to cheat in 2024 because we kept telling everybody that there's no point in voting. And so 5, 10, 15% don't even show up. You know what I mean? I I just, look, I'm sure that you a lot of you guys out there can pick apart everything that I'm saying and disagree and tell me why I'm a dumbass, which every stream somebody does. But at the same time, this is a complicated issue where the solution is not that simple. And a lot of us have, it, it's come down to, hey, you know, just just pray. Just pray and, and, and hope. And that's great and everything. But, like, if, if, if we sit here and just tell everybody elections are rigged, there's nothing you can do about it, there's no hope, there's no chance, there's nothing, nothing's going to change, blah, 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 then the Democrats aren't even going to have to cheat. So I commend Scott Pressler for not taking that standpoint, trying to come up with, with a solution, and trying to energize people to continue the fight. But where I disagree with Scott Pressler is by not acknowledging the elephant in the room that we still have Dominion machines, ESNS machines, drop boxes, uh, ballot harvesting mules, mail-in voting, and we have to fight to get that stuff, get rid of that stuff. Eric inflating the voter rolls. Like, we have to do two things simultaneously. I agree with, I agree with Scott. Let's, let's adopt this so long as these laws are in place and the drop boxes remain and the universal mail-in voting re- remains. But at the same time, let's also continue to fight against this stuff and let's not be silent about it. Let's not ignore the elephant in the room. Now, is that is that a logically sound position? I think so. I think so. But you have people out here condemning the idea that we need to harvest ballots. You know, you have people condemning the idea that we need to uh, utilize every opportunity that we can. And saying that, you know, if you start voting by mail, then you're just basically surrendering to the communists, surrendering to the communists and, and, and blah, 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 you know? But I think I can think, I can chew gum. What What's the word? What's the saying? I can walk and chew bubble gum at the same time. I can, I can agree with Scott Pressler while also acknowledging the elephant in the room at the same time. I don't know if that makes sense. But guys, again, this was I didn't prepare for this show at all. I maybe spent five minutes preparing for this show. I just wanted to go live. I just wanted to have a silly goose time with the Wilfs. But uh, I got to go pick my mom up from the airport. And again, my kid has like 102 fever. So I probably won't go live tomorrow. And I probably won't go live Friday. But if you guys could, smash the rumble button. And um, keep an eye out on YouTube because I might post some short videos. They'll also be uploaded to nickmoseeder.locals.com. If you hate CommieTube and uh, you still want to get access to those videos, go, to, go on over to Locals. And uh, make sure to share this broadcast because, you know, 
The only way we're going to grow here on Rumble is two two ways. One is people coming over here from YouTube, and two, you guys taking that link and sharing it to social media and telling somebody else about the great news that uh, the Wolf Pack, the Wolf Pack, is alive and well and dropping truth bombs on a regular basis. All right, so thank you guys for tuning in. As always, go to nicklovesgold.com and protect your retirement, baby. Because, and I'll tell you, and I'm serious about this. I'm gonna, I'm honestly gonna start promoting uh, nicklovesgold.com more because I just, I just read up on what was discussed at Davos, the World Economic Forum, and literally a central focus of Davos this year was about central banks raising interest rates to try to curb inflation without bringing us into a global recession. I swear to you, there is a global recession coming. I don't want to swear to you. I, I don't have I don't have a crystal ball, but I feel like that is their that is their plan. That is inevitable. That's where they're taking us. Uh, a global recession has been looming for a while since the pandemic. And we had, you know, Biden is out here bragging that in the inflation numbers have been stagnant. He's bragging that inflation is high, but it's not getting any higher, right? That's when, when they're trying to tell you that the way things are right now is a big success, then you need to be scared. And I, I don't mean to, I, well, I don't, I don't mean to be using the fear tactics, but you need to be concerned and prepared. And, uh, you know, inflation's out of control. And what Biden just did before the midterms was artificially lower gas prices by depleting the the uh, the pres- the na- national preserves like the emergency oil that we had, and so he was able to kind of artificially curb inflation a little bit. But we just had a ma- massive spending package, okay, and that artificial curbing of inflation was only temporary. And it is it is going to get bad. It is going to get bad. And one of the best ways to protect yourself, protect your wealth, your, your 401k, uh, your savings, whatever you got, is gold. Is gold. And I don't promote things that I don't believe in. And I truly believe in, uh, you know, Gold Co. is a great company. They've placed over a billion dollars in precious metals. They have a... a, a like incredible, incredible ratings. A plus with the Better Business Bureau. And so if you guys go to nicklovesgold.com, you can get a free IRS loophole kit and find out how millions of Americans are protecting their retirement. So uh, I, I truly believe in the company, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to probably promote it a little bit more because that's what I see on the horizon, and um, I, w- I want you guys to be prepared. Oh man, Joe three sixty says my interest rate doubles next month. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, man. Uh, we haven't seen the worst of this. You know these these Republicans. Like, <laughs> yeah, we got the Republicans in the House, but they still all want to send a trillion dollars over to Ukraine. Okay, so don't don't get it twisted. All right, so I want to thank you all for tuning in. And uh, I said I won't be live tomorrow. We'll see. I always say that, and then I I do it anyway. But I'm not planning a live stream tomorrow. Maybe some short videos on YouTube. They'll also be on Locals. But uh, thanks for watching, and I will see you next time. 
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.